Welcome to the TV show show. My name is Rob Schulte and I'm here with my co-host. Brittany, hi. And Brittany, today is a special day because it's the beginning of season three of what? the TV show show. Uh-huh. Oh, keep the woos coming. <laughs> Woo! Woo! It's more you, like, what? You have a plaque in your house that says woo. Do I? Well, maybe it says wee woo. I no. think it. Sure. Yeah, we we will. The letters Does are it interchangeable. Does it say we work? Is it you live <laughs> in a we work? Yes, you're not supposed to tell them it's against the rules. I okay. live in a we work. Okay, everybody knows. All right. Guest today is Ben Harrison from Friendly Fire, the greatest discovery and greatest generation. You might have heard him on Pumpkin Spice podcast last season. Hi, Ben. Hi. He just called me out for living at the we work. <laughs> I didn't I say, realize I was calling you out. I was just speculating. Yeah, anyway. well. Well, any, what's we work about? It's about hacking the system. Yeah. Right? It's about well, lattes in your office. Uh, black t-shirts, business casual. That's There's right. a famous story about a guy that was like an intern. He was like a summer intern at AOL back in the day. And then he got let go, but his employee badge kept working. And he just lived at AOL for like three months while he coded the software for his startup. Oh, Which wow. he then like monetized and made a bunch of money. What? That's a success story if I ever heard one. <laughs> and he went on to start WeWork. Yeah, right. <laughs> WeWoo. Yeah. So, he developed the critical software that enables <laughs> WeWork to exist. <laughs> hey, That I, enables us to rent office space. Yeah. <laughs> until they don't want us to have it anymore. And give out free beer sometimes. Typically hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's season three, it is. and luckily we're not at a WeWork right now. We will be afterwards, because as stated, you live there. But <laughs> we should probably talk on another uh, satisfying topic, which is television. I thought you were going to say coronavirus. Leave uh, it out. Leave it out. Brittany. Edit I, it out. I soaked these microphones okay. in Listerine. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what an engineer told me to do once. Now, it works. They're they're. They were working. Yeah. Are you sick? No. That's, In the head. that's why our voices sound so <laughs> minty. Yes. <laughs> ben, you brought a pretty great episode to the table today. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, what made you choose this? It's Third Rock. You made the sun. me choose it. Okay. <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> okay. Why was it? yes? You said uh, you said an episode that has stuck with you for whatever reason. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was like a medium Third Rock from the Sun fan when it was on. It was like, it's one of those shows where you like look back on it and you're like, this was like one of the shows that was on NBC when Seinfeld was also (laughs) on. When Seinfeld ended its run, they were like, what's going to go in that magic slot on the Thursday night lineup? And it was between Third Rock from the Sun and I think Frasier. And Uh I think Frasier won. I believe so. And I think we I, can all agree Frasier won. Am yeah. I right? I was outraged, personally. Okay. <laughs> that's that's where I was coming from. I did not care for Frasier. I was a medium third rock from the Sun fan. And I was like, if something can replace Seinfeld, it is surely the excellent television program that it is <laughs> that is third rock from the Sun. Well, you liked uh, Lithgow from the theater, though. I love Lithgow. I think I, th- I mean, Lithgow carries this episode, as I'm sure he carried all episodes. It's why the only season of Dexter to watch is season four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler. Well, Lithgow's in it. Sorry. Ten years ago. Hello, Dexter Morgan. That's why the only Stallone movie to watch is Cliffhanger. Exactly. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, but so this particular episode stuck out because Third Rock stuck out. And then I think I have a feeling I know why Hotel Dick. The only reason I picked this episode 
<laughs> like the content I, I found when I rewatched it to prepare for today uh, was surprisingly on brand for me. But the the only reason I remembered it was I remembered the part where uh, French Stewart says, sigh fast. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Sigh fast. Room service. Yeah. Yes. Sigh fast. We were maybe practicing all of these lines on the way here. But we weren't. In my head. No. Sci-fi was the thing that made me pick this episode, and I'm (laughs) I'm ashamed to admit that. Well, I'm glad you did, because I had not seen Third Rock from the Sun since probably prime time. Yeah, same. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Did you have any uh, overall vibes from this episode? From the episode itself? Like, before even watching it, did you like... I don't remember watching this one back in, was the, on. in real time, as they say. Mm. But I do remember liking the show, medium size. Like, I wasn't committed to it, but if it was on, yeah. you remember the 90s. I remember JGL or George Joseph, Joseph Gordon, Gordon Love Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, that hair, right? I know, the hair. It was just like, is that a wig? No, it's not, <laughs> but it's sheesh. Well, speaking of JGL, how about we hit record? Oh, and start we this been episode. Recording this whole time. I, we are, but you know the actual. Let's get into the episode. Can How you about imagine? That? Okay, I'll I'll start us off. It's scene one, and everyone's the family is leaving the movie theater. They had just seen a movie called what? Alien. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn of the of, Aliens. Yeah. Real creative. Yes. <laughs> the poster was magnificent. Yeah. Now, would you call them a family? I feel like they're just like a group of co-working aliens. Speaking of we working co-working aliens. <laughs> yeah. They have a co-working space. I think family is their cover, but they all have like ranks and specialties. Yes. So within them, maybe not a family. Yeah. But they have to. They're like the Americans. Right. Sure. Got it. Got it. They come out of the movie theater and the laugh track immediately (laughs) comes in super hot. Did you notice that? It was like they just walked out of the theater and people they're like, ah. Good. Aliens are not like that. (laughs) Uh, Aliens are not like that. I mean, I'm shocked that this is a season two episode. (laughs) This feels like the pilot. I know. Like the jokes feel like the pilot of a show. And spoiler alert, they don't grow much from that. Yeah. (laughs) Do they not? I don't know. So like. I wonder what the season finale is like. They probably head home. Oh, (laughs) God. Okay. Or. I'm throwing it out there. Listeners, let me know if I'm right or wrong because I'm not going to watch the rest of this show. <laughs> they decide Earth is their home. I think Shatner winds up being their their boss. Whoa, their I think you're right. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Big. He's the big giant head. He's the big giant head. Right? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I love this planet already. Moving on. Uh, so we go to the credits. It's got spoiler the fun. Alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Speaking of. Brilliant television show well, for all the kids at home. Well, <laughs> I love the first scene that it's like spoiler alert without the, you know, name of it. Right. Like at the yeah. time in 1996 or whenever we we didn't know about spoiler alerts. But like he's standing in front of the crowd of people waiting to watch the movie and yeah. he explains the plot of the movie. And there's like, even like a, something else like. Uh, Sally says, like, I don't care. I don't know you. Hey, hey, do you mind? We haven't seen the movie yet. What do I care? I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> if I spoil something, I don't know you. Yeah. yeah. She unlocked it back in the day. Yeah. yeah. 
That's the truth. The next scene takes place in Dick's office. He's a professor of some sort. Do you remember, Ben? Professor of anthropology. That's right. That's right. Very very on the nose. (laughs) Cultural anthropology is probably what it is. Um, He's a little upset. He's on the phone complaining to the film critic who wrote like a rave review for the alien movie. And he's like, it is not interesting. It did not have me on the edge of my seat. (laughs) It was not wham bam. It was not a slam dunk. I was never on the edge of my seat. And the special effects did not make my eyes pop out. (laughs) He's a bit of a pedant in this one. I like Mm -hmm. that he's taking his complaint to the critic and not the (laughs) studio that made the movie. (laughs) Kill the messenger, why don't you, Dick? Yeah. Well, uh, their assistant, Nina, comes in, and she liked the movie. Mary, who also shares uh, the office with Dick and is in a relationship with Dick. Romantic. Also liked the movie. This is definitely like a Sam and Diane thing that they just got out of the way in the first season. Like, yep. they will, and it's <laughs> season two, and they are. And here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does a weird thing where he's like, no, aliens aren't like that. And it's like, who is this for like it's painted for the audience obviously but it's like the same level of joke written for like contextual situations and exposition yeah sure. there was something i was wondering if i was missing also when nina says the thing about like if i'm gonna spend seven bucks for a movie the alien better eat the puppy mm-hmm. and everybody goes like Woo! yeah, <laughs> and I was Hell like, yeah. Like, was there a puppy eating meme in the popular culture at the time or? Mm-hmm. Meme, memes. Maybe the Taco Bell dog was a thing at the time. No, that's a stretch. We didn't eat the Taco Bell dog when it was like. But remember when movie theater tickets were $7? That's what I was saying. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it was probably. like one of those things where you like hear the national average movie ticket price and it's still like eight bucks and no. you're like where, <laughs> where? <laughs> what dollar theater is yeah. charging eight dollars <laughs> how dare they um we go back to the attic which is where the whole family lives and yeah. like what a one bit two bedroom attic also giant attic it's got a kitchen it's, it's got a bird cage it's like the full house attic yeah i think uh, it came decorated oh okay oh yeah because they're they're renting it (laughs) Um, justin gordon love love with his hair he's sitting there and french stewart comes running in french has got a flyer his name's harry oh yeah well french stewart's character harry comes running you have to make the face while you're describing anything that he says or does he's like i got this uh He's, he's, got Never mind. Fire. <laughs> he's got a fire for a sci-fi convention. and uh, Cleveland sci-fi convention, right? Shows us where we're at, right? They're not traveling too far. Right. Um, the Cleveland sci-fi convention is going to have George Takai at it. Yeah. And it's pretty exciting. But I think the bigger thing here, Brittany, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I will. <laughs> ben, feel free. That they feel like this is where they can let everyone know that aliens are aren't bad because these people love aliens. Right. I believe so. Okay. I believe that. Okay. What about you, Dr. Ben? I think that they're, yeah, like the 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 movie theater set up was so that they could have an excuse to be more curious about the way we depict aliens in our culture. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, probably a more accurate read. Dick comes in <laughs> and is, is uh, getting ready to spill the beans to Mary. That he, in fact, is an alien. He, it's trouble of conscience. Yeah. Like, this, is, this becomes kind of a problematic through line because it starts to 
I, I guess they sort of established this at the movie theater, but it's it starts to be a gay pride joke. Yes. Yeah. And it's so, I don't know, it, it's weird because it goes like one step too long. Not that it's even crossing too many lines because it's so badly written. Yeah. But I don't know, you get tired of it pretty quick. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, Dick and Sally practice the conversation between Mary and Dick, and they accidentally kiss passionately. Hello, Mary. Dick. <laughs> you look handsome today. And you look more beautiful than ever. <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> I thought it was great. It really showed uh, their commitment to the bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also... Don't see why Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, and uh, uh, Harry French Stewart, sorry. Yes, Harry French Stewart, <laughs> Harry French Alien Stewart. the Third. Anyway, they get really grossed out about it, but they're not actually family. Yeah. So. But they're really close co-workers. Yeah, it's like yeah. if uh, if your boss and your secretary kiss. Be like if Ben and Adam kiss, like in front of you. Just yeah. as yeah. part of a but bit. But we do, all the time. Oh, oh, oh well then, um, think of somebody else. Mm, um, okay, got it. Okay. Thinking of them right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, everyone says, Dick, you cannot tell Mary that you are an alien. And they're like, he's like, guess what? I'm the boss. I override you. We're going to the con and I'm telling her I'm an A. <laughs> and it quickly cuts to the hotel room and they're all yeah. at the convention. The uh, the Mary coming to the sci-fi convention <laughs> conveniently hand wave past. Yep. Like- <laughs> Next, they've got one, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, French Stewart and Sally and I. I'm never calling them by their names. I'm terrible at this. I'm sorry, everyone. They get a room all to themselves. And Mary and Dick get a room all to themselves. Sally, Harry, and Tommy, they're just yeah, like them. really taking in what a hotel room is. Like, why do I have this immediate urge to trash this place? Look at this tiny bottle I found in the bathroom. <laughs> Evidence of a superior race of tiny people. So it's just like, are they human at heart? You know what I mean? Like, It's almost like humanity is melting into their alienness yeah. somehow somehow the skin suits affect their behavior a little bit yeah Ooh. but it's that fi- bunch of fish out of water jokes the little tiny bottle of shampoo oh yeah con- conditioner combination yeah. the mini bar oh man i mean aren't those perplexing things yeah and then there's the an like it is scenes like this that you write this series yeah, for, right? yeah. Like, yes like, like well, the first time they encounter money how confused are they gonna be <laughs> Who's you know? this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that is the fun of this show. And it like this gives this whole episode gives a reason to do certain things like that in the hotel room. But I want more con. So we should probably uh, figure out what's going on. But no. <laughs> Before we get to the convention. Rob needs to direct this episode. Like recut it to be oh, yeah. get a little suiting your up. needs. I get worked up. I'm so sorry. I love that in the other hotel room with Dick and Mary, Dick is pouring the Moe Chandon, like it's Andre. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like... Yeah. That bed uh, is going to have a big wet spot, and <laughs> yeah. it's not from the... Alien stuff. <laughs> what what stuff? Ex- it, sorry. Moving on. Uh, but it's another fun fish out of water, like, say, when... And, Can I just say that, like, one thing that I was super conscious of while watching this episode was how much everybody touches their face? Oh, oh yeah! Especially now! Yes. <laughs> I was like... I don't know why. I don't, <laughs> like, there wasn't a pandemic then. No, and also, the camera's not close enough that you have to display something some, most of these times. Right. Uh, I think in this situation, it's pretty important that Dick tries to say that he's an alien, mm. but Mary cuts him off, letting him know that she too was in a clinic. 
Yeah. Which when I first heard that, I was like, is that what what is that? And in the context of the time, like what is. And with how Dick acts, I think we're led to at least I'm led to think that it would be some sort of like mental institution. Right. Right. It's a very strange scene. It's Mm -hmm. like that television trope of admitting something because you think somebody's on to you. Yes. And. I do it all the time. And they're not actually. Wait, you guys didn't know that? No. Oh, never mind. She admits something that we are not capable of decoding for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if the lexicon has changed surrounding what clinic clinic implies. (laughs) Yeah. But I didn't. Or imagine the, that it was a weight loss clinic. Yeah. Well, and my partner thought it was a woman's clinic. And like, I'm not even You've like, also been to a women's clinic? No, but no, I was watching. The, oh. I'm being married. Yeah, oh, yes, Mary. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Verb, the vocab has changed. Maybe. And, or maybe it's just badly written. Yeah. She's an yeah, alien. Yeah, good call. We good haven't call. watched the whole series. We don't know. So now Dick's in a bit more of a pickle. How is he going to get himself out of this one? I don't know, because we go back to Harry, Sally, and Tommy. We're <laughs> just not feel like I'm just making at... up names. <laughs> we're still having gone to the convention. <laughs> ben, were you thinking we would see a convention is at this Tom, point? Is it Tom, Dick, and Harry? Is that their names? Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, <laughs> fun. Tom, just like Dick, I... Harry, Mary, and Tommy, and Sally. <laughs> Sidebar, I just realized on this episode of Survivor I was watching the other day, there's an alliance of Ben, Adam, and Rob. Wow. Yeah. I don't believe it. We, we couldn't have planned it better. Rob feels like he needs to be in control at all times. They voted Brittany out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, there was no Brittany. Uh, there so, never is. But yeah, I thought there'd be more con at this point. Yeah, no, because no, they, they rush out the door to go to the con, and then we're back to... Dick and Mary. Hotel Dick. See, French is like dead set. Harry is dead set on getting there. Don't you see? I mean, it's a perfect opportunity to take a stand, to protest how the rest of the world is treating our kind. What are you going to be? The alien Martin Luther King? Yeah. I don't know. My note says that it's like, seems like it's really easy for them to be, to point out all of the foibles they're going through if someone who actually works at the hotel, like with the room service or like everything they're getting confused, would just tell them like, oh, no, see, and then we bill you at the end of the day. Right. But that wouldn't be a funny television episode. Yeah. <sighs> That's the problem I have. Yeah, but see, I love explaining jokes. We're breakfast at the hotel room with Dick and Mary. Yes. Mary's yes. like, OK, I'll tell you my deep, dark secret. I want to say Jane Curtin is great, by the way. Oh, she's amazing. And the Coneheads joke that's in this episode, <laughs> yeah. subtle. I know. Was well, it really so, subtle? It well, okay, it was pretty... over the Conehead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, it's coming out that I don't understand how humor works. <laughs> but, <laughs> now we find out. Yeah, uh, they're they're going over it. They're she's explaining more about the uh, weight loss clinic that she was in. Yeah. Well, she. <laughs> She went to fat camp. Yes. It's just a solid five minutes of real B-minus mid-90s TV yes. fat jokes. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. My parents just made it worse. It really, as a fat young man, hard to laugh at this scene. <laughs> as an adult who's moderate, still hard to laugh at this scene. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't be on TV today. No, no. not at all. Like yeah. the, the, Unless it was like the Tim Allen Oh, in that case. (laughs) The new one. Right. That was terrible. Sally comes in and tells Mary to, like, she's like, go to the bathroom, go freshen up or something. I need to talk to Dick. Who would stand for that? Yeah. If your partner's brother or sister came over and saw you in, like, your underwear, it was like, (laughs) hey, 
clear Go, out. Clear yeah. out. I got to talk to my bro in his underwear. That would be upsetting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd be in a relationship after that. They'd yeah. probably leave me. Yeah. <laughs> they. Who? Um. Dick and Sally have a back and forth and obviously Sally's in the camp. I mean, Mm -hmm. because they just are reiterating over and over, like, don't tell her you're an alien. He's like, I really want to. He's what is the tension in this episode? It's very unclear to me. The stakes are staying plateaued. (laughs) Guess what, though? Next scene. After the break. We're going to the con. We're finally at the sci-fi con. Praise him, and by him I mean George Takei. You know what I mean. Yeah, I, li- I liked seeing like actual identifiable sci-fi franchise imagery in this. Like, yeah. there's a spaceship from uh, from from uh, Independence Day. There's like uh-huh. guys in TNG uniforms. It's it's like actual sci-fi con stuff. It's not made up TV bullshit. There's the Coneheads. Yeah, the Coneheads. To say nothing of the Coneheads. <laughs> I wonder if they have the rights to that or if this is a looser period of time. Or... The 90s were a weird time, guys. <laughs> That's true. Coneheads is NBC, but Star Trek isn't. Yeah. So who knows? Well, let's not get this episode canceled, everyone. <laughs> um <laughs> That's not what's going to get this episode canceled. (laughs) (laughs) I love that uh, Dick tries to be like, well, you know, aren't we all aliens? And he gives this great metaphor in his head just to explain himself. I mean, we emerge from weightless environments, seeing everything for the first time with curious new eyes. But uh, it's more of this like beautiful thing that we watch as an audience that Jane Curtin cuts the legs out under, and it's like you can think all you want about that. I'm getting the space churros. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. it's a fine exit to the scene, but it kind of fucks up the logic because she's just before that, like saying like basically taking a professional interest in the anthropological yeah. benefits yeah. of looking at these people that like and yet. enjoy their fandom. We're all shaking our heads. You can't hear it. But. This is a, a hit TV show at the time. Yeah, I this thought you meant like, this. <laughs> this podcast is a hit from start to finish. Oh, this I think this show went for eight seasons. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it grows, and the writing team grows with it. Who knows? Who knows? This is a great scene. Sally is dragging a hotel employee into the hotel room. She's freaking out. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Look at this place. It's clean." Bed I trashed this motherfucker. I trashed this place and now it's clean. I know I didn't do it. And he's like, yeah. She found that uh, the door tag that says, please please clean room earlier and, <laughs> and interpreted that to mean that she Her? had to clean yeah. the room. Yes. This is one of the ways the show plays with gender roles. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's weird how... The gender roles get played with in this awkward way, but like much harder in other episodes, I remember. But also they try and do the same thing with like Harry being an idiot. Yeah. And. Oh, he's an idiot. Tommy being a young horny boy. Super horny. But like, I don't think all those things are on the same playing field when you're making jokes about them. Well, no. Can't be. But they learn about the room service and they're going to use the room service. Room. Service. <laughs> room service. She orders 10 turkey sandwiches. Now you say room service. Room service. Now you say room service. Room service. I want another try because you guys really blew me out of the water. <laughs> room service. 
Wow. I need eye contact. I'm so sorry I did that. <laughs> That's not a lot. Hey, we finally see George Takei. Yeah. <gasps> He's great. He's great. He's doing some weird kind of just saying the most famous thing from Star Trek, even <laughs> yes. though it's not necessarily his thing. Yeah. yeah. I had a couple of questions about that. He just, the first thing on stage, live long and prosper, yeah. everyone. And he's got both hands in Vulcan salutes, <laughs> yeah. just like waving yeah. to the crowd with them like, that's a thing you do. Live long and prosper. <laughs> just selling out in, in every way possible. That's the only way I hope you and Adam take the stage from now on. <laughs> I hope the only way we get hecklers from now on is by actual aliens in our audience (laughs) telling us we're living a lie. (laughs) Just like the scene. Yeah, just like the scene. Oh, my gosh. Carrie's like, you're perpetuating a negative alien stereotype, which is very, like, common in our, like... Current day? Yes. Security (laughs) hath not an alien eyes. Ben, this is your favorite part of the episode. Long live sci-fi. (laughs) Screw sci-fi. Instead, we should embrace science fact. Sci-fi. Um, Harry, let's go. Long live sci-fi. Okay, once again, we're finally away from this silly sci-fi convention. Yeah. We're back to where we need to be. We didn't have the budget to have four extras walking around in costumes for very long. Yeah. We're in the hotel. And lots of Sally room yeah. service. They are milking this going courtyard on. by Marriott for all it's worth. <laughs> uh, lots of massages. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I think it was missing was a big fat stogie being smoked by someone in the room <laughs> because you could do that in the 90s. Oh, I yeah. guess. Uh, Dick feels bad, though, that he just can't come clean. But we cut to a scene where he's just staring at himself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. He's giving himself a pep talk. We've all been there. Yeah. It's like every morning at my house. And he commits to the thing we're all thinking this episode. Deceiving the person you love for the sake of a mission. Look at you. You're gorgeous. (laughs) He's confident, man. Mm -hmm. And we all like him. The fucking hubris. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hubris. Mary comes out of the bathroom just yeah. like a princess leia and madonna kind of like i thought she combination kinda, yeah or like the lady who lived on the moon and power rangers oh maybe that's who it's <laughs> supposed to be Rita repulsa yeah oh. <laughs> i think it is a bullshit non-specific sci-fi yeah. get up and with madonna boobs it's yeah. probably like what the character of mary would try and whip oh. up yeah. Anthropology. Yeah. She's like, I have an understanding of humans. I believe it was Chekhov that said when a <laughs> character on a sitcom walks out in a cone bra in the first act, she's going to stab somebody with her boobs in the third act. Ooh, and you wouldn't be wrong. Because that's what happens after she starts role playing with Dick. And this offers Dick some catharsis. Yeah. But does he know that she's role playing? I... I questioned this at first. <laughs> We've, we're getting really deep into Third Rock from the sun. I think he, at this point in his time as a human, understands that she is role playing and that this is the only way he's going to be able to tell her. Hmm. That's what I think. Hmm. Hmm. What about you, Ben? I think he's naive. I guess the problem with this read is that then they would have to resolve that later and oh, he would true. have to find out that she's not, in fact, an alien or he would have to believe she's also an alien in all subsequent episodes. Yeah, that's so true. Which I doubt they did. And this doesn't <laughs> this doesn't remember. have your, your clean uh, sitcom reboot at the yeah. end yeah. either. Right. What do you think, Britt? 
I don't believe he thinks she knows what's happening. So know? we're all yes, relatively I've, thinking. I've come down on the Rob side of this. Okay, listeners, let us know what you think. Cone bra is the hashtag. Mm. Um, but this gets us pretty close to the end. You know, it's a pretty racy end of the scene when yeah. when he pulls the bra off her like yes! that's, for like nineties mm-hmm. primetime TV. That's like as, as close to a hand has ever come to a boob. Right? Yeah, until JT at the Super Bowl and. Don't know what that... Oh, you mean... Justin Timberlake? <laughs> I guess that was probably like 2006. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, 10 years after this episode... <laughs> that was uh, when America found out about boobs for yeah. real. <laughs> That's what they look like. my salsa. <laughs> yes. Brittany, the three received their bill in their room. Oh, Sally and the gang. Oh, yeah. Well, what I loved, though, the guy hands them the bill and she points to the paper and she's like, I wonder what that is. And he's like, maybe the population of Cleveland? Yeah, here's a piece of paper with that. But I you get to say know. that when you're an alien. Yeah. You don't just get you're to be a fish out of water. You yeah. know what anything is. No, It could be anything. Your world frightens and confuses me. But then, with the help of a magnetic strip from the key card to the room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a telephone, mm-hmm. And a shower cap? Yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the smart one, Tommy, the mm-hmm. young one. The horny one. Is going to get them out of this mess. Because he- MacGyver-like. Yes. Yeah, is he supposed to be, he's supposed to be like super smart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Doesn't really show it in this episode. They definitely I think did. he's like engineering smart. Ooh. You know, like- He's making life-saving inventions out of household materials. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have a YouTube page soon. Okay. Um, and then we get a, a fun little thing at the end where all of that money has been placed on George Takei's bill. Mm-hmm. $3,000? Well, I can obviously afford it. I'm a famous actor. <laughs> oh, wait, it's $30,000? <gasps> on three, everyone. One, two, three. Oh, what the heck? my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It's like we got him to say two other famous things. <laughs> yes. We, it's a rule of threes. It's like you're reading my mind right now. Yeah. <gasps> Man, so overall, I would Did like- you guys watch the uh, the credits The though? credits, the credits. Did I? The credits roll. Oh, I did. I wrote George post-credits, LOL, but I forgot. Great notes, Rob. I know. Why don't you take us through, Ben? It's just him going line by line through the oh. through the itemized receipt and, uh, and you know, uh, disagreeing with the fact that he got seven massages. Mm-hmm. How could I get seven massages? Do I look relaxed? Do I? <laughs> then he gets caught stealing a towel. A single towel. <gasps> he had only two Toblerones. Yeah. I mean- that's a lot of Toblerone, but I guess over the course of a con. Who are you to judge? I'm not. Ju- Sorry, George. Yeah, like, come on, man. You're getting probably a twenty-five thousand dollar appearance fee. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's still five thousand dollars out. And yeah, <laughs> like- <laughs> he didn't have to uh, wear any makeup. That's too, true. So yeah. that's good. Boy, was this a nonstop thrill ride from start to finish. <laughs> I love this rocket ship of an episode. How about you, Britt? Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah? Uh, Pishow. That's the sound of a rocket ship taking oh, off. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say vroom vroom, but that's no, not the sound. We're not in our mom's car. No, I'm no. not in me mom's car. <laughs> ben, <laughs> thanks for being on the TV oh, show th- show. Thank you. It was really nice to watch something that was 22 minutes. Yeah. That's what What's I, that like? I watch a lot of shit that's an hour <laughs> for, for my, my podcast. And, uh, what are podcast yeah, again. Let it, in case again? you got new listeners oh yeah give okay. us a shakedown uh, i host uh, several podcasts i host the greatest generation and the greatest discovery those are both about star trek 
uh, greatest generation about old Star Trek, greatest discovery about contemporary Star Trek, and greatest discovery is produced and edited by Rob Schulte. That's me. And uh, I also host a show called Friendly Fire, which is about old war movies and uh, the history and kind of cinema studies angles, but also fun jokes. And uh, that is also produced and edited by Rob Schulte. It is. And I have a blast doing both of them. It's been great. I have a blast coming on this show. So thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, we really do. Um, It's been a great episode. I guess we'll see you the next time we start a season. Well, what's up, Britt? Well, there's going to be a couple of things. Oh, we got a couple of things. We the next episode. We do. Who's going to be on the next episode? Tease me. Tease me. I think on the next episode. His name starts with an A. Oh, yeah. His name is Alan (laughs) McLeod. You may have. You may know him as Molasses Boy from the Doughboys podcast or from the show You're the Worst. Wow. He's also been on Junk History. Yes, he has. And talking about history. That's true. And we'll be covering Wings. An episode of Wings. Not Chicken Wings, the show, the TV show. I made that mistake. I Googled yep. it and I was really confused. I was, I was like, hot sauce. Watching these wings get cooked. Uh, if you would like to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash pink jeans. That's uh, where you can see all the bonus episodes that Brittany and Tell I make. About social media. And if you go to social media, use that hashtag pink jeans. Or you go to the Instagram account, TV show show. The TV the, show. So you always do the TV show show. The TV show show. <laughs> Got it. I'm on it. JK. It's one season later. We're one season wiser. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. I'm one season dumber. <laughs> that, that makes sense. <laughs>